2: It's time for our Tua.
3: It's our Tua. It's our Tua. It's our Tua. Tua, Tua, Tua. Tongue of Iloa. Not Tua tag of Leoa. A for effort. Dolphins quarterback. Tua. It's our Tua. It's our tour. Tua. Tua. Tua Tua Tua. Tua Tua Tua. to Chris Christmas can go to hell. Tua
0: Tonga, Aloha. Dolphins quarterback. Daddy loves you guys. Our Tua with Tobin and Leroy. Check the history of food. <laughs> uh-
3: to the program, ladies and gentlemen. Ah. It's Oban and Leroy here with you on 560 WQAM, taking you up until 2 o'clock as uh, we got rats off a ship coming up later on in today's program. <laughs> also have another pair of Heat and Clippers tickets to give away. Uh, no J Fig, who will still not tell us her middle name. Uh, she is out today, so we will uh, see how we on in the need
2: week. to get to the bottom
3: of this. I know, yeah. yeah I was trying, you know, it, it remains a mystery. Wait, oh, J-Fig's here? Where yeah, is yeah. she? Uh, I don't know. She's just, uh, I don't understand. I didn't know you were here. I on Marco's running the broadcast. Whoa. She's speaking from the grave? What no, she's in the chat. She's uh, she's with, uh, She was with Scooby at the vet. Yeah. Um, yeah show yeah, mascot yeah. getting fixed. You know, got to do some time. Not fixed in like his uh, reproduction oh, just yeah. getting, uh, you know, health healthed up. <laughs> Not that Scooby engages in that behavior anyway. Ah, yeah, he's, he's a gentleman. Whoa. You know, that's what he's got going on. I'm so. telling you, this is Scooby's favorite time of the year. He gets to try on all his sweaters. Apparently. Of course. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the dog absolutely <laughs> loves getting dressed up. No doubt it. about it. Mm hmm. Getting some headlines brought to you by the new Palmetto Ford truck super center. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford. We
2: know trucks.
3: As I report on this show, all right, and Leroy dismisses the beef is a brewing between the Dolphins and the 49ers. He wants to deny it. He wants to be a denier that there is not beef. That this doesn't matter. He is wrong. <laughs> Tyree Kill has entered the chat. Oh boy. He tweets this morning, Raheem out here starting stuff. Which Why would they do that? basically telling you, we got to go go to bat for our teammate. So I'm
2: telling you right now, dude, it's coming for the 49ers, well, Leroy. Well, first of all, first of all, first of all, he said Raheem is starting stuff.
3: Well, he did. I mean, technically he did.
2: Okay. So he's just laughing at it.
3: But he knows what it means. You gotta have your guys okay. back. Okay. He knows what it means, dude. This is getting juicy. And words are gonna fly today because players are back talking. McCoach is are- I'm telling you right now, Leroy. Business picks up today when it comes to Dolphins and Niners. We have beef.
2: Business <laughs> picks up, dude. And look at the crying, the laughing, crying emoji. Yep. They're kidding, man. No, that's not what that means. You don't
3: know how to use emojis. You're an old man.
2: You know that was a, know. that was a bit rough. <laughs>
3: Minus
1: one.
2: I know, I know how to for use sass. emojis. For you the rest of the day, out. every text I send to the group will have an emoji. Oh, God. here we go. <laughs> this is like when
3: you promise to tweet, you'll do it for like three uh, for three seconds. Yeah, it'll last as long as the spotter did in NFL. Oh, the spotter! <laughs> what a bunch of crap that was. <laughs> He's wobbly. <laughs> Take it's, him out. Is anyone else? Me, I'm going to Google this now. No. Anyone else? Uh, You don't have to Google it. I'll tell you. No.
2: I've never seen it, Because it doesn't
3: exist. It was a fake thing they did to the dolphins. No one. Shmethen says the only emoji Leroy uses is thumbs because his don't work. Oh, my God. Ah. Point Point for Twitcher. I'm telling you, dude. This is great. I love it. And by the way, how about them uh, flexing out Russell Wilson, huh? Ugh, they got Mister <laughs> Unlimited the hell out. Of it. We're tired of having this guy because it did feel like Russell Wilson and the Broncos were like national TV every week for the first six yeah. weeks of the season. Mm-hmm. We've had They they all looked at it and said, "We've had our fill." It's like the Pelicans that year that Zion was supposed to play. Yes. They're on prime time all the time. Zion was never there. Yeah. Or the Lakers. It always happens if the Lakers are yeah, Knicks. Yeah. They'll just they'll just hammer you over the head with it. I'm surprised, you know, tonight's not a national. Te- I mean it's NBA TV. It's fake national television. Yeah. But like, you know, this is a big time matchup. He I think now if it's Friday is Friday national TV? Friday yeah, might see, be. You know, probably. It's a Friday night. What else could they be doing? Let's see. Friday Heat sees Jimmy Bucket's comeback. Uh Friday. ESPN is Lakers and Bucks. What? Got to have the Lakers on national television again. Why, dude? More. Please. More Lakers. Let's uh, let's watch them throw up all over themselves again. Saw them bleeding recently, Russell Westbrook? Uh no I didn't. What happened? Someone hit him with an elbow to the head. He was gushing blood from his I head. I saw last night Dinwiddie hit uh Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole. Oh and my a- god! T- w- t- Jordan Poole w- got knocked out again. Tough <laughs> he here got- for his jaw. Yes he did, dude. So he should join UMC, man. This guy can take a hit. He's he's just going up. He just keeps taking these blows. Yeah. By the way, uh, Clay Thompson, 30 minutes, two points, five points. I don't know who cares. He's a bum. He uh yeah he blew it at he the missed, end.
2: He missed a shot at the end. yeah, Luka
3: Doncic. Uh, what was he last night? It was uh 41 41 point triple double. Forty-one yeah. points, twelve rebounds, twelve assists.
2: Yikes! He's really good. That guy's good. That guy is good. But, but you know what I think when I see uh, Jokic and I see Luka,
3: mm-hmm.
2: I'm thinking our Jovic. Put a couple of pounds right. on him. A little itch, you a little know. Sweetener. I got the itch for Jovic. But I'm just, but I'm just saying he has the same type of game. All these bigs come from Europe. They can handle the ball. They Good uh, distributing the ball, and they can shoot and score.
3: I remember asking about that. How is
2: that not gonna fit?
3: I remember asking about that at media day. He's like, "Yeah, I mean, like I'm because he's 19. Think about that. He's 19 years old. Right. You're not coming into this like Tony coach, you know, cute little player, uh, Manu Ginobili. Like, no, the the stars of this league are not American. I mean, but
2: but like, but my point is this. How can he not help the Heat? What's the, what like, oh, because he doesn't, like, teach him. Let's go. You're telling coaches, you're telling Spill, let's see what he's got. You get on me about this. Let let me ask you a question. Sweetener. If you have a player that's come through the same, like, path as somebody like Luka or or Jokic, Mm -hmm. and you see signs of that, as a nineteen-year-old, mm-hmm. wouldn't you kind of do everything you can to get that going?
3: I'm with you, dude. I like it.
2: I mean, I'm just I like. I, I like. I, I, I don't listen. Like he obviously, he
3: obviously. I you know the the heat right now are are kind of stringing together. I think it's a defensive system thing. I think that that's what that's what it comes down to, and him knowing all that because they're you know they're they're doing a lot of different kind of schemes right now to hold things together with with not having Jimmy, Bam. You know, is 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 literally like holding it all up. But I'm with you. I think he's the perfect big next to Bam. I think, you know, the 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 way he could stretch the floor theoretically, his passing is beautiful. I would love it, dude. I'm not I I am I am so on board with what you're saying.
2: I think that's all I need to know. The first time he played, he had like eleven points in three minutes. Yeah. And and two assists, some a couple of rebounds. How? I thought, too, when we
3: saw him in the preseason, I thought he was a kid who just showed a lot of great instincts. Like, he would get his hands on the ball, get in passing lanes. You know, like, I just right. I, I just thought that he had a great like – he looked like a guy who just – he was. A, and what did UD call him? He's 730. He's a gamer. He is a gamer.
2: Again, all these things are great, but no other organization would have that guy sitting on the bench.
3: Dude, you and me, you know what we are? You and me, a couple, of, a couple of grizzly bears. and We got the itch. I, we got the itch I, for Yovich.
2: What?
3: We got the itch, baby. You and me. We got the itch for Yovich. Let's go. You, you look forward to the one or two moments a year. We August, agree. You, you, you look like you got like you got to scratch something. What, what's going on? I'm high know. as a kite, Yogi. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: You <laughs> know <That was> funny? <laughs> Without context, that's hilarious.
3: <laughs> hey, boo-boo, we're hey, going to do some blow.
2: <laughs>
3: I guess he doesn't have the itch for Jovic. No, uh, yeah, man, I, I got to see that guy, dude. I don't understand where we're so thin. Why we can't just put him out there? See what he exactly. does. Exactly. Put him out there. I think, he, I think the last game he was hurt, though. I think he uh, – oh, Everyone's hurt every that. single day.
2: Here's what I would say about that. Instead of taking a player and telling him you're not there yet, how about try this approach? Tell him what he needs to do to get there and see how he responds.
3: Iris says uh, Nikola Jovic, who missed Sunday's game in Atlanta due to plantar fasciitis, worked at today's practice. So he
2: did practice the last practice. Can I tell you, that is the worst. It seems like the worst because just, just imagine everything you do involves your arch. I don't have any arches, so I didn't have, I never got plantar fasciitis, right? But And then imagine having to walk, having to run, having to jump on a foot that has a problem in the arch. It, it's brutal. I mean, all Tiger does is walk, and he he's out of a tournament because of it.
3: Yeesh. Oof. I know, right, Tua? Woo! I love that Mike McDaniel mic'd up, dude. I mean, that's so good.
2: You, and, you know, he's going to be mic'd up for life. because They should. They, they, yeah.
3: They should. I should have a, I should be able to have an option to, to go into his feed during a game. I love it so well, much.
2: I'm going to tell you, I would think, and here's what's funny. You would be amazed at a head coach that doesn't call plays, how much he interacts with the defense and the offense. Like they never show the head coach interact with both sides of the ball. But I think people, people really need to understand that sometimes even defensively, the head coach will say, hey, let's get some pressure on him. That's Well, that was one of the things I was impressed with because
3: he he does call plays. And, yeah, he did spend time talking to it because he said, uh, oh, you're standing next to me. He says, I guess I got to stop being a frantic pacer because apparently he's just up and through the sidelines the whole time through everybody. Right. Uh, but that's one of the things I loved. He was going up to a Landon Roberts and Jerome Baker and Javon. Right. He's going to Javon. Captain, Captain, pick six. Need a pick six. He's just going up. He basically wanted to headbang a Landon Roberts to say just keep but, it going. But
2: that's like when you see – and and I, and I think that some of the coaches that kind of lose what their job is, you know, because a lot of times you'll see a head coach as an offense coordinator, he's just thinking about the offense yeah. and letting the defense go, whereas as an offensive guy, you can sometimes look on the field and determine where the weak spots are and, and, and signal that to the defense, hey, let, let's attack this guy. Let's get after this guy. This is the area of the field I want to attack. And you let them make the calls, but you're directing, because of your expertise, you're directing them where to go with that pressure. Well, it's one of the things and,
3: that drove me nuts with that bum Adam Gase is like literally when things wouldn't go right on offense, he'd go off to a corner bench. Nobody right. would be on the bench with him. He'd be by himself. Right doodling, because you know he wasn't coming up with any good plays.
2: Now, one of the, like, and and where I got this is Bill used to do it, too. Bill didn't, he didn't call plays, um, but he was very clear in how he wanted things done on both sides of the ball. You know, either with, you know, these coaches have these discussions all week. So there's a game plan, and there's a, a plan of attack. And sometimes the coaches, the, the head coach will say, no, 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 no. I want to go after him. Right. Um, and and you hear this during the course of a game. Denny used to do it all the time. You know, Denny, Denny would, would, you know, Denny would go on and say, Hey, we got a big lead. Let's do shell coverage. Make sure we don't give up any big plays. Right. Like there, there, there's a, a an interaction with everybody on the field that a head coach has that I don't think people really appreciate or understand. And when you see it, you you know sometimes it catches you off guard, but but it does happen more than you think.
1: Clock, 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 clock.
3: Nice strange <laughs> You hit a whistle of the ear. Nice. Nice. It's strange because that's the exact same thing galen is doing outside of our window right now when we're not on segment. I thought that was when him. We're not on time. I thought it was him.
2: Just <laughs> sitting there. Shouting clock, 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 clock. No, that's JFig in the chat. Right, <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right.
3: Nice. <laughs> Back after this call from mom.
1: Answer it. Call silenced.
0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. ctmobile.com I've
2: been blowing through the money like a grown cheese. I've been f***ing on a French c'est All right, welcome back,
3: everybody. Tobin and Leroy, back with you here. Leroy Horde from the Horde uh, Network Studios today. When do you uh, go on with the uh, old uh, Crawford? Ten minutes. Uh, all right. You guys, about to, oh, it's, it's got to be an interesting week. It's Deshaun Watson's debut this week, right?
2: Yeah, against Houston. Yeah, against Houston. Wow.
3: Well, talk about a soft opening for him. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Tell you, there's, uh, Is it in Houston or is it in Cleveland?
2: In Houston. Yikes. Yikes. That That right there. Well. You, you should take three weeks off of his suspension just for that.
3: I mean, all right. Well, it's going to be an interesting one for sure. Uh, I feel good for Jacoby Brissett. That guy went out on top, yeah, you know? For sure. Now, for sure.
2: I have an interesting question that I'm going to present to my crew er, in a little bit.
3: Okay. Try it out on us.
2: Everybody's blasting Kevin Stefanski. But. If you so. have a quarterback that's having his best year as a pro, does the coach get credit for that? Uh, I think so. Hmm. Okay, I think so. Because Jacoby Brissett has not been the issue, and everybody thought it would be. No. he He's actually had his best year as a pro. No. I mean, like I, when the Dolphins played him, I mean,
3: what would you say their biggest issue is they couldn't stop a nosebleed. <laughs> You know? Right. It was. It was. great. So. So. They got. They got. So, they got that kid. Their asses completely kicked by that team.
2: Right. So. So. Like, if we're gonna blast him, because the team hasn't been winning, could it be not because of what he's doing, but you know, just guys aren't playing as well as they have in the past. I just think it's gonna
3: be an interesting thing to see, like. You know, I guess lucky for Deshaun Watson that he does get to start against an awful team. I really just wonder, like, how how quick is he gonna get back to the guy that he was? He hasn't played in two years. I that that's another thing. Like that's because we asked Bernie about that, and I was like, and he's like, that's
2: I don't think that's I don't think it's easy at all. That that's it's not, it's not it. And I'll give you a perfect example, is that when Vinny took over for Bernie. There was like a couple of weeks where even though we may have won, we were like, oof, we got to get on the same page because everything's different. You know, the throws that Vinny would make are a little bit different than throws Bernie would make. So maybe a different person when you run in a route doesn't think that you're going to get the ball and all of a sudden you get it.
3: Uh, I don't know. It's going to be an interesting one, though. That's uh, that's certainly that's certainly going to be one that's must watch for uh, for sure. Uh, Dolphin Kane says on Twitch, "I love my Dolphins, but without Team MVP Teron Armstead, I'm gnawing at my fingernails." The Dolphins Me too. scored 30 in the first half with the Texans and zero in the second half, and then Teron left the game, and McCochin had to take two out because he was getting plastered. He was. Um, I mean, like that was a scary thing to see. I will say, I can't imagine it being as bad. You know, you talk with with the week with a week's practice, they know he's not going to practice. That's got to be better for guys going into this situation. Losing him kind of out of the sky was a was a tough ask.
2: Well, the one thing that I'll say about what they've done with the offensive line is is that the thing that's going to help them is to plan for all these things and have the whole week to do it because you have an idea. Because I, just from being on the field, I know this. Very rarely is a coach going to draw up a game plan and that game plan involves maybe losing a guy. You're either in the game plan or you're not. Right. And so when you have to make those switches during the game, you're basically just trying to get to the end of the game. So when they had to, you know, replace Austin Jackson and they had to move uh Shell around and they had to do, you know, a whole bunch of little things to the offensive line, you're just trying to survive. I did think because that, a lot of these guys are playing positions they didn't work. But I did, I right? did, I, yeah, and I did think
3: that even with Armstead in there, with them shifting and putting Austin Jackson back at the other end, I definitely felt it. Definitely felt I don't know if it was rust. I don't know if it was picking the chemistry back up. But what they had in that Browns game and what they had in that that wasn't the same line. It wasn't right. even with Teron in there. Tua was having to do some some really fancy stuff in the pocket, stepping up, being elusive. And that was, you know, and that, I'm I'm not talking about the time where he got his ass kicked. Like he he had to do that was, you know, one of his most impressive games from a footwork standpoint to to try and to to try and make things happen. So I don't know. I don't know if they and Austin Jackson's also banged up again. He hurt the same ankle. So you know right. they may go to a situation where you know the, most of it was w- what's working. <clears throat> it was interesting though hearing Mike McDaniel say on Monday. He goes, look. I don't rule anything out with Armstead. It might be around the corner, which probably, maybe he thinks he's going to play, and maybe he thinks that this guy is been in the league for a long time. He's used to put playing the harness with, on him. Put the yeah, he's used to playing with pain. This this Toronto Armstead's a monster. He's used to playing with pain. Seemingly is you know, I don't know, I don't know, but I but I certainly am. I, it definitely it definitely scares me a little bit. Nick Bosa not having and not having your 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 star left tackle. Yeah, would I would be very nervous about that.
2: I I would be, but but I feel a little bit better in this. That if you have a week to prepare for all these issues, that the coaching staff and the players are going to have a better idea of who's going to do what. Because there's one thing to have, you know, okay, if Austin Jackson can't make it, and then we replace him with Shell, who's played pretty good. At times, at
3: the right side, right? he has yeah, for sure.
2: Right now, you got Armstead and and Shell is, I guess, your utility lineman. Right where he can go left or right, mm-hmm. but his strength may be on the right. You move him over to the left, then Austin Jackson gets hurt. Right now, you you don't usually have contingency plans for two or three linemen going out you usually have one guy that you prepare to play a couple of different positions. And so now you're, 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 you're doing a lot of things where sometimes the guy playing that position more importantly is getting help on what the hell to do and not how to do it with the guy next to him. So with a week of preparation, if there's any extra work that needs to be done, if there's any other things that needs to be done, I think they can accomplish that. And then it becomes more of not do they know what to do, but are these guys good enough collectively to block the guys across from?
3: Yeah, it's going to be a fascinating thing to see for sure. Really interesting. I think the coach is talking in like five minutes, so – might get some answers some updates and then they give out I mean the first... we have
2: everybody every team that I played for we knew who the utility lineman was the guy that could play multiple positions usually one or two of your guards either came into the league playing center or can play center so when they make that adjustment inside it's it's pretty easy because those three or four or five guys have worked with each other but when you go to left and right tackle now it becomes a little bit different because you need probably your best offensive um, uh, athletes on the edges. And, and if you have to then kind of fill, fill spot with bodies, that might not be the best athletic guy, but he might be the guy that's the best for that position at the time.
3: You guys can text us at 305 567 560 on the Keltoide text line. Uh, let's see. It says, uh, Austin Jackson is trash. He's the common denominator in the bad line play. He returned, and we sucked. Look, I don't know. I would say the circumstantial evidence for him, not great. It was not great. They were playing. Yeah. They I mean, really fat- we don't
2: know. Here, here's what I would also say.
3: People also did that with Liam Eikenberg. They felt like when Liam Eikenberg went down and he got replaced by, uh, by Jones,
2: I would say this, that they must know something. He must have something going on for him because they have gone far and beyond the call of duty to get him back in there. Um, Do you think it's part of this, though? Like,
3: I, I know this usually happens less in football because it's usually just the best guys, but he is a first round pick. So,
2: owing monogamy.
3: Well, he don't play. Yeah, I know, but like, okay, but, so but but Austin, like, Aust- you can't play. You Aust- can't play. Aust- I know, but there's levels to this. Aust- Noah, Noah's inactive all the time for for performance. Austin's missed games. It's only because of injury. He hasn't really lost a job for performance.
2: Right. So, so like, okay. So we're we're talking about two different things. You're you're trying to. Uh, are you insinuating that he's not talented enough to be in there? I'm not insinuating
3: anything. I'm just I think what we're doing here is it's a it's a subtraction by addition thing. People put him in there and they think that, well, it looked worse with him in there because we looked great against Cleveland. It was the best we've seen the line look all season. Now he's back yeah. and it's terrible. So I think that's what's going on with him. Let me get I, you I out mean, of here. Let's it.
2: also also let's also not forget mm-hmm. that the other team has something to do with that. Sometimes the matchup is a lot better, you know, for certain teams or your scheme is a lot better or what you're doing is a lot better um, against certain teams so everybody looks good. For example, they ran the ball right up the middle, thus eliminating that outside pass rush.
3: Well, I'll let you get out of here. I know you got to go uh, right. do your Cleveland thing. We'll take a break. All right. All right. Be back and more after this. all right welcome back tobin and leroy back with you here on 560 wqam leroy will be back in about top of the hour he's going to do his Cleveland thing as he does on Wednesdays we didn't know listen when we had the the shift to move people think we know all these things we have no knowledge we're always the last to know it's true and so we had this uh so he has this this preseason obligation to do this show with Jay Crawford and the whole crew up there in Cleveland and obviously they have a very big week ahead so there we go there we go what's going on Heat tonight back in action against the Boston Celtics no Jimmy Buckets tonight Hmm. He is uh he is still on the mend, but there is some thought that he could be back for Friday's game against the Boston Celtics. Um interesting little nugget that's come out, and I appreciate Schmeathan for the uh, little heads Shmethen? up. Schmeathan, let me tell you what. Though. Journalist Schmeathan Schmolnik, not Ethan Skolnick. Yeah. A real journalist. Mm-hmm. Schmeathan Schmolnik. I'm just messing with you, Ethan. Um Shmethen, he says per Spo. Oladipo is full practicing. Now, I can't trust Schmidt and Schmolnick. Yeah, it's true. Because he's Schmidt and Schmolnick. Mm-hmm. And he could be doing this to set me up to look like a fool. Mm-hmm. But I look it up and confirm. Yeah. Nice. Ira Winderman and uh, and Barry Jackson both saying that Victor Oladipo is now practicing fully. Yeah. Even though he won't play on this trip. He will not play on the trip. Yeah. But he's practicing fully. Interesting. Like Very that. interesting. I like that. I mean, going on these trips – because otherwise, like, why would he go on these trips, right? Like, yeah. it had to be somewhat of a good sign. I will say, Victor Oladipo many reporters have put this out, he's been doing pregame warm-ups pretty much for three weeks now. Like, it's a very – and he does it for everybody to see, Yeah, and he kind of does it at what his normal time would be for a game because okay. everybody has blocks that they warm up in. Mm-hmm. You know, like Kyle Lowry, he's always the first to warm up. He warms up at, yeah. like – Four thirty. Well, that's why he's for so tired. Tip so, off. Playing twelve hours of basketball. He's got to take a nap at some point, right? Gosh. Like Kyle Lowry. If you're warming up three hours before a game, yeah. you'll warm up for fifteen minutes, basically, right? Yep. That's your routine, typically. There's got to be a nap involved there at some point, yes. It's there cannot, there can't be. It can't just be he's doing basketball and then what is he going on the bike? Like what would it No, you go take no he, way. He's got to take some sleepy poos. That's got to be going on for there sure, for Low for Dog. Sure. <laughs> Have you seen Oladipo practice this season? I've seen him warm up. Warm up? I've seen yeah. him warm up plenty. You notice any limp or anything? No, nothing. No, yeah. I didn't notice any. I haven't noticed anything with him. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I saw was a little bit uh, – he gave him a little bit of run in the preseason, and he didn't look fantastic, and then all of a sudden they are like, oh, he has tendonitis in his other knee. Yeah. Which is like, Ugh. all right, well, that's not fantastic. Nope. But uh, this was interesting. So I was listening to uh, Low Post yesterday, Zach Lowe, and he had uh, – the hell do you have on tim Bontemps, and uh they were talking about the miami heat i was like all right little national discussion of the heaters are they gonna put the the dirt on them no they were like you know what still don't rule them out yet but nobody here's the thing nobody believes in the heat but i don't think it really has anything to do with the heat i think it has more to do with everybody thinks that boston has taken a leap they've looked fantastic this year which is why these next two games are going to be interesting and then you think Milwaukee is also, they got Giannis. Everybody's going to look at them as the two lead dogs in this. They don't see Miami up there anymore. But you want to know something? They were the one seed last year, and they didn't think that anyway. So they can go to hell. Not Zach Lowe specifically. I just yeah. mean them. Dangerous Loomers. Dangerous Loomers. That's what they put That's what they put there. Yep. So Zach Lowe, they're, they're having their banter. I didn't find much of it very interesting, except for this. This I found quite interesting. Because why throw this out there? Zach Lowe's a very credible guy. He's uh, he's a he's a good NBA reporter. Um, I enjoy his work. I enjoy his podcast from time to time. It's very uh, NBA niche. Like nobody will talk about the teams he talks about sometimes. So he mentions this, and I, it kind of made me go, "Hmm, why why would he say that?" Here was uh, the low post. I do think you know. There's one obvious name to keep an eye on with the heat might be more of an off season thing than an in season thing. Can you, can you guess the name? Uh, I'm not sure actually, but with you saying it's an off season thing, who is it? Well, what are you thinking see, of? Durant,
0: um, I,
3: I think they're ever, they're forever going to be linked to sniffing around, investigating, thinking about analyzing, holding meetings about Bradley Beal. If, and oh, when, right if, and when the wizards ever get there and the wizards are a game over 500, so maybe they'll never get there. And of course he has a no trade clause, you know the Heat have a good record of sort of prying away, as you said, the, the Heat these Heat deals where they get great players like Jimmy Butler for a song, and but that may be down the line. I wonder what song did the Heat give up for Jimmy Butler? Hmm. Only a feeling. Sounds about right. That's a good song. Yeah, but not you know, but he it didn't sound like he was saying a greatest hits song. He means yeah. like a song that's popular. Mm-hmm. But. Anyway. Something Adele related. Oh, Fire to the Rain? (laughs) Mailed it in, for sure. I don't know. Oh, yeah. What is that song she mailed in? I don't know. Take it in. Rich Paul ruined her. It's true. You know? But um, I found that interesting just because I kind of thought the Bradley Beal thing was done. He got a gazillion dollars from the Wizards. I was hoping it was done. And he's always been like- Bradley Beal was – first it was Victor Oladipo, then it was Bradley Beal, and then it was Donovan Mitchell. Like Everybody's looking for that backcourt, high-volume, high-scoring potential to add to the – yes, obviously it's one of these things that has been tied to the heat for a while. Remember when Bam wore the Bradley Beal jersey after a game, which was very odd. It was – and, you know, listen, Bam loves everybody. Listen, Bam thought Bam and Donald Mitchell, pro, they thought they were playing with each other, right? Bam's our biggest recruiter, man. I'll tell you what. Everybody loves playing with Bam. Yeah. Everybody. And, and let me tell you something right now. If I was a franchise, mm-hmm. this is the truth, I would have security get between Bam and my best players. I wouldn't mm-hmm. allow him because yeah. everybody loves him. He's too charming. He's too charming. Everybody loves playing with him. It's his curse. But. Him saying Bradley Beal for the Heat to still have an eye. On, I didn't say it could be in the offseason, which yeah. I kind of feel like would make a lot easier because of Tyler's extension, because of Brad's extension. I feel like a deal, making that deal this year is probably going to be very difficult. But he's still throwing mm. the Bradley Beal thing out there. And I gotta say, not interested, dude. Yeah. Here's the thing, Bradley Beal. You had your chance. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of this guy. We've been flirting with Bradley Beal now for what feels like six years. Yep. I'm tired of it. First of all. Not as good as he used to be. We were talking Bradley Beal three years ago. You'd get my gooses up. But now we're still talking about this guy again and again. Listen, let me tell you something right now. He'll be 30 next year. He's retiring a wizard. The guy clearly likes to – this guy is the best scam in all the league. He's super maxed to the gills. He's going to keep getting extension after extension after extension to be in the play-in every single year. By the end of it, he's going to get that Damian Lillard contract where he's making like $75 million a year – to play on the Wizards. He doesn't want to be on another team. He loves being on the Wizards. Yep. But I did find it interesting mentioning that. Now, that being said, tonight, I am very interested because for a couple of reasons. One, Boston is very good. They're the best team in the league this year. They've been smoking fools. Everybody last year, they're talking about Boston. They're talking about defense. This year, they can score. They're putting the lights out. Jason Tatum looks amazing. Jalen Brown looks amazing. And now you have a matchup tonight where you don't have Jimmy Buckets, but I've been digging watching Bam flourish and do his thing. This, this 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 has been very, very intriguing to me. I like seeing takeover Bam, and I still am hoping, this is what I would like to see tonight, tonight would be the night I'd like to see Tyler get right because Tyler Hero, the chemistry that he has with Bam has been great. He's been doing a lot of things. The feel he has for the game, first career triple-double last game. Yeah, The thing I really want to see from Tyler tonight we got to get the touch on that shot going, baby. Mm-hmm. That's what needs to happen. Yeah. If Tyler Hero can come and he's bringing his offense tonight, I think that he'd have a chance. I really do. I think that they'll have a shot against this team. If they don't, and they're going to have one of those nights from their back, like they cannot have the night they had from their backcourt against Atlanta. They can't have that tonight. They're yeah. going to need all the firepower they can get, which is tough because you don't have Jimmy Butler. I understand. But still, we we don't we don't play in the theatrics of excuses like Paul Maurice. We'll tell you. I don't know. How. Listen, if Paul Maurice was coaching the coach of the Heat tonight, he'd be like, "We don't have Jimmy Butler. I don't know to tell you. We don't got a shot." Because that's what Paul Maurice does. It's it's been a real winning mentality he's brought to the Panthers. Oh, Barkov. Who cares? <laughs> Thanks, Paul. Really, uh, way to get our get our boys all all revved up for this. But not Spo though. Not Spo. No, we understand the answers to our test. We understand the answers to the test, and the answer to that test is. I need my backcourt to start shooting the lights out. I really need the heat to start shooting the lights out, quite frankly. All of them. Yep, All of them. I'm owed some three-point shots, okay? They, they say water reach, uh, rises to its level. Okay. Well, guess what, dude? The moon's full. I need a high tide tonight. That's what I need to take out these chowder heads. I'm sick of them. Duncan Robinson's still out with a paper cut. What's going on with this? With his thumb? I think he's questionable. I think he's questionable tonight. Need him. I need need you, Dunks. Struess. I need you, dude. This, this, this. Look, there's been a couple of wins this year that have made me feel very good. Yeah. And I say, oh, what we had last year, that's still there. Mm -hmm. The Warriors game? Yeah. The Suns game. I'm like, still there. And I know the Warriors were going through a a, a lousy stretch at the time. They're the champs. I don't care. I've seen a couple of, there's been performances this year where I'm like, last year, it's still in you. Still, in, Which is why I've not gotten too crazy about this year. I have said I am not panicked, but I have not been impressed. Yeah. But now, with Jimmy out, there have been things that have made me happier about this season than I have been the entire season. And a lot of it's had to do with a lot of the young guys flourishing and a lot of the guys who people like questions about what they can bring to the table and what they're turning into, i.e. Caleb Martin. The Caleb Martin's looked amazing. Mm-hmm. And a lot of you like questions about what he was going to be as a starter. I think Haywood Highsmith, when he was a dud, they were done with them. You called I, that one. I think he's been given good minutes. Yeah, no, I can't shoot. He can't not do anything offensive. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got to tell you. When I'd, thing, watch this, when I'd watch this Haywood Highsmith warm-up, I'd be like, wow, he, he, this guy's amazing. That's what I'm saying. You said that he, he had a better shot than Duncan. I mean, I'm telling you. <laughs> when I watched him in warm-ups, I'd be like, this kid is yeah. amazing. You said Lowry never misses in warm-ups. He never know. misses in warm-ups. It, no, the— I love watching guys warm up. There are certain guys. I'll tell you who misses a lot of warm ups. Yeah, Yovich. Yeah, you did mention that Yovich. But so it doesn't matter. Like the warm ups, apparently, no translation. Yeah. Uh, but it, but it's a fascinating thing. It's a fascinating process to watch Marcos mm-hmm. to see guys go uh, in, in before games. Tyler Hero watching his, his shot chart that he goes around. He's got the most versatile warm up out of anybody. That's because he? he's going all over the place. He does lunges while shooting the ball. Wow. He's what got move. Well, he does like a he does like a little. Lunge and shoot. Mm. He does a lunge and shoot. Okay. And that's wh- what he's doing. What do you think? That works. I don't know. But <laughs> okay. it looks cool. Do it again. I don't know. I don't know if he's just doing it for the gram. I don't know what he's doing, but I think it looks cool. Mm-hmm. So tonight, I I think that this is Bam's show, but he needs his fellow Kentucky Wildcat to show up with him. All mm. right. That's what it- that's what's gonna need to happen if they got a shot tonight. Yeah. And then you get this one. Then you bring in the Cavalry, come up on Friday. You're going to feel good about yourself. Yeah. Because you're like, sure. uh-oh. Because let me tell you something about TD Garden. Okay. That's Jim VP Garden, okay? Mm, because the last time he walked on that floor, right. he lit that place on fire. Yeah. He lit that place on fire, and he said a bunch of Bostonians uh, home sad. Yeah. So when he gets to walk back in there, you know he's going to smell that terrible, tainted wood, which hasn't been replaced since Red Auerbach. Questionable, Which was gifted to Dwayne Wade, uh, which he didn't want. <laughs> Very
0: strange. And now he has to
3: sit with Danny Angel in Utah think to himself, what a cheap-ass gift you gave me. Yep. But they got to act like they like each other, so they get one by Yama or whatever. Although <sighs> oh, they're doing good. Eh, they're doing good. They've come down to earth a little bit. A lot yeah. of those cute stories at the beginning of the season have kind of crashed, it Like Portland yeah, and yeah. Utah. It's kind of – the jig is uh, San Antonio, all those cute starts. Yeah you know you're starting to see you look at the standings and you're mm-hmm. like yeah look at the kings in sixth place in the west there yep Wow. Uh, remember how imba- that was rock bottom this year doesn't look that as was. bad now yeah that was rock bottom when they lost to the <laughs> when they lost to the kings in the the fifth yeah, game but of the didn't season they not have De'Aaron Fox or something like that that was like ridiculous that we shouldn't have lost that game they shouldn't have lost that game yeah no. but they did they did but I didn't it, it was, I was, at the, I was I was at one of the rare great panthers games of the season so mm-hmm. I, I it didn't hurt as much that yeah, day it's true but for me, I've been happy about a lot of the things that I've seen in this time with Jimmy out because I think it's going to benefit them in the long run when he comes together and everybody's back together. Yeah. Um, you know, should Kyle Lowry have uh, any legs left by the end of the year cuz he's playing a lot of minutes. He he's really is tired. tired. <laughs> he looks so tired, tired at that Hawks game. Thankfully he's had a couple of days off. I think he's going to be he's yeah. going to be fresh as a daisy for this game. Hopefully. I think so. I think so. Now, you know, the next game against the the, the Celtics on just a day's rest, it may be tougher. Yeah. But I think tonight, I think he's going to be fresh as a daisy. It's okay. We're leaning on Tyler. I'm leaning. I'm looking. Listen. Boy Wonder,
2: mm-hmm.
3: here's the facts about it, dude. All right? I don't, don't do this thing that you do, okay? okay.
2: Yeah, sure. Because
3: you do that thing <laughs> where we're going to say thing? something and you're going to make it sound like a worse call out than it is. Okay. But Tyler Hero. <sighs> this guy. Let me tell you something right now, dude. Okay? I love you. All right? Nobody's oh. had Boy Wonders back more than me. It's a little TTL coming? Little t- yes. Little Tobe's tough love. I'm sick of you going out there after these games and shooting like 30%. You had that one game against the Wizards wow, where, like, you, you, you saved our ass. Mm-hmm. But that was two games ago. And now I need an epic performance. I need an efficient, dangerous Tyler Hero tonight. Okay? None of this throwing up a bunch of bricks. I don't need the cutesy-wootsy triple-double where I'm like Ooh, three for 13 from the floor. No, no. I need the old Tyler Hero tonight. And by old, I mean the 19-year-old Tyler Hero, the dude who lit it up from three. Yeah, I need you to send a bunch of those O'Keeffe's, O'Malley's, O'Boyle's, O'No's home sad tonight, Tyler. That's what I need. And if you don't do it, these rumors aren't going to go anywhere, dude. Mm-hmm. Zach Lowe's do- – when he makes that rumor, mm-hmm. he's talking about you, dude. It's true. He's talking about you not being good enough. And I don't believe that. I think you are better than Bradley Beal. I think Bradley Beal is washed. Okay? Don't make me dis- – don't make me regret that. All right, Tyler? Tyler, you go out tonight, you show out against those Bostonians.
2: Got to take that one on chin.
3: You go out there like it's the Sacramento Kings, and you're allowed to take as many steps as you want, and you hit that clutch basket. Yeah. All right? And then Jimmy comes together and you guys, on Friday, and you guys haven't played together in like three months. Can't wait to see those guys play together. But tonight, no excuses, boy wonder. It's time to be man wonder tonight, because tonight it's time to grow up. Wow. For a very meaningful 22nd game of the season. <laughs> No excuses, Tyler. That's what means a lot. This game is due or maybe we'll do it Friday. Okay. Okay. But you better go out there tonight, dude, and I better not see a 3 for 13 or 4 for 12 or a 2 for 14. Or guess what, dude? I'm going to be real disappointed on tomorrow's show. I'm not going to call you a fraud.
2: Okay. All right. Some may it.
3: say, yeah. after if you poop the bed tonight, some may say, this Tyler Hero is a fraud. Never going to do it.
0: Mm.
3: He's never going to do it. I'm not saying that. <laughs> don't, 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 <laughs> no, I don't do that. Don't do that. Fraud. Some may say after this game, mm. if you don't show up tonight, yeah. Oh, we need to trade for somebody else. We need to get Tyler Hero the hell out of there and trade him for Bradley Peel. We may need to yeah. get they, – they may say I, – I, Tyler, I get the text, dude. They say, Tyler Hero's no good. Trade his ass for Bradley Beal. Tyler Hero's no good. Trade his ass for Donovan Mitchell. Boy yeah. wonder, Instagram basketball player, not a real basketball player. I don't believe that, dude. You don't believe that. Yet. I don't That's believe right. that, you Tyler Hero. Know. But people say people will say that tonight. Okay. And I don't want them to say that. I don't want people to say things like Tyler Hero is never going to be nothing but a ball hog. He's never going to be nothing but a guy who looks good on the gram but doesn't wow. look good on the court. Yeah. They're, you know, you I don't believe that. I don't believe that. You I don't n- believe never, that. ever okay? believe that. So, Tyler, mm-hmm. what I'm telling you tonight is yeah. go out there and do you, baby. Okay? Get buckets. You came into this league as a bucket. You came in this league as a baby goat. You go show those Sully and Merce what you're made of tonight. And I Broad love with it. Good, good access. What, what do you mean? Uh, I mean, seemed pretty critical. But, you know, I get it. I wasn't saying no, that. I don't know what he i I didn't say that. Yeah, no. People okay. would say that, though. People would. People that. would say that if he mm-hmm. doesn't have a good game this 22nd game of the season. Yeah. So all I'm saying, Tyler, is good luck tonight. And if you don't, don't tune in tomorrow. <laughs> okay, it's a good warning.
0: Why would they do that?
3: Take a quick break. Get you caught up with your headlines. Back after this.
0: We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.